0: Your YouTube channel, you do it, right? Like you're doing YouTube at an elite level. And so talk about how you plan, prepare, and actually film your content.
1: Yeah, I would say uh, it's, it has been a lot more off the cuff than, than, what I would do is I would take topics. I, I look at research topics because uh, I found that a lot of our stuff is research driven. Mm-hmm. Now, after talking to you, you're going to tell me otherwise and <laughs> tell me I need to be more in browse, which actually our last uh, couple of videos yeah, are we, picking up big time in browse. we coming for it. Uh, but the thing is, is that I, I'm looking for intentional people. Mm-hmm. So there's, you know, Most people conduct marketing through interruption marketing, which is cold calling, door knocking, postcards, flyers, billboards, TV commercials. Mm -hmm. That's interrupting what people are doing. That's why you have to market so many times or retarget or on Facebook you have custom audiences and lookalike audiences and all these things to target people to hit them over the head again and again and again until they finally buy from you. Where intention marketing, you know, people become intentional about, buying or selling real estate, something happens in their life that they say, it's time to move. It's Mm -hmm. time to buy a house. It's time to sell our house. So when that happens, they become intentional. If they start searching, then they're searching specific things. And the cool thing is, is YouTube and Google tells us what they're searching. So that information is out there. So whatever your business is, that's the point of passive prospecting as well. This whole chapter in our book Mm -hmm. is content research and creation. So to go out there and research first and say, okay, if I create a video that I want to make, I have no idea what the audience level is. I have no idea the interest level. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where a lot of creators come into the space too. And it takes them years and years and years to gain traction. If any is because they they do what they want to do, which nothing wrong with that, but no. that's probably a longer path as to where if there's people that are searching very specific topics, especially in your business, then you can find out what that is and make those videos first, rank them, but you can find the search volume. Yeah. And so that's creating the content that people are already looking for that are intentional and putting it in front of them. That's going to give you a much quicker, uh, you know, start to, to getting found sooner rather than later, which is what I did. I started searching which suburbs. I looked at all the suburbs of Dallas, Texas. What's the most searched? And then I started to look at neighborhoods, most searched topics of Dallas, you know, when you're making a move in Dallas or moving to or moving from. So I ranked all those. So that's, that's the whole macro level research that, that I would do. Then I would look at. Okay, let's say a suburb of Dallas is Frisco, Texas. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, what? How many videos can I make about Frisco, Texas? Well, pros and cons. Very simple. A map video, uh, a neighborhood tour. Um, you know, top neighborhoods. You know, so right there, I've got four videos. Oh, yeah. And now, if I've got ten neighborhoods, guess what? I've got forty videos. That I can do right there yeah. because I have figured out I've looked at everything from the macro and that you start to work down, you reverse engineer it. And so now I'm going to say, OK, I could do cost of living as well and I could do house price, you know, all these types of things. So really, I, I have probably 20 to 30 topics per suburb. And if I've got 10, 15, 20 suburbs, it's game over. You got a year's worth of content. All right. And then I just need to make it. So pros and cons, I've never scripted anything. It's always been. uh, Now, I did script the intro in the beginning. Uh, I had this intro and call to action that was really very repetitive. Started to back away a little bit from that this day and age, but I'm still a little torn on that. So we'll have to talk about that some other time. But (laughs) but the, uh, you know, say a pros and cons of Frisco, uh, I know my areas and this is what I always encourage to entrepreneurs as well. Uh, especially real estate agents. I'm like, look, you know, your area. So to me, it's a lot of work. If you try to write out a whole video script, you've got to write that whole thing out. You know, first of all, to me, that's way longer than saying, okay, I've got some bullet points. I should be able to ask you if I came to your town and you're going to show me around town, uh, you know, or tell me about your business, I should be able to ask you very specific things and you should be able to talk for two to three minutes. All right. So if I, if let's say pros and cons, I say, okay, I want to list out five good things and five bad things about Dallas, Texas. Well, that's it. I just need the bullet points, whether mm. it's traffic, weather, construction taxes, you know, um, restrictions. Okay. Those are my five topics. Yeah. Well, is that good or bad? Okay. Well, if you ask me about taxes, you know, property taxes or, Uh, You know, anything else in there, business taxes or the weather. Yeah. I should be able to talk for two to three minutes. And you do that in increments of two to three minutes. So uh, that's another thing is people look at a 20 minute video and they say, well, I can never talk for 20 minutes. (laughs) Well, you're not. You're talking for maybe increments of two to three minutes, starting and stopping. The editing makes the magic. You know, everything seems together in the end. So if you can talk for two to three minutes, make sure you start your point. Uh, you know, talking point with a good starting point, ending with a good starting point. Mm-hmm. That way it makes it easier for the editor to chop. And I would have notes right beside me. Oh, here's my pro. I'm going to talk about the weather. And I would start out and say, so the weather in Dallas sucks. You know, it's very extreme. It's on, It's either super hot or it could get really cold. You know, and then I could, I could ramble for two to three minutes. Right. And then I stopped. And that's it. You check the notes. Yeah, I look at my notes and I look at my notes and I say, okay, traffic. Yeah. Well, traffic in Dallas sucks. (laughs) (laughs) You're always under, everything's under construction. And I just talk for two or three minutes and then I stop and then I go through there. And what happens is if you got five topics for three minutes each, you know, that's 15 minute video. Mm -hmm. Well, now you, you do that on the pro side. You do that on the con side. Now you've got a 30 minute video. And it's like, you just made a 30 minute video talking for two to three, in, two to three minute increments. Yep. And this is what I tell, you know, especially cause I have a lot of conversations with real estate agents is I, I'll go, if I came to your town right now to buy a house and you took me around and I started asking you questions, you know, you talk, you tell me, right. Mm-hmm. You don't get a redo. You don't get a script that yeah. you don't walk in and say, Oh, let me check my script. I'm like, so why do you need a script? You just really need the reminder, the bullet point, something to kind of refresh your memory and, and trigger. Now, The problem is, is that you're by yourself, you know, recording this, looking into a camera. So the other thing is, is that a lot of people always ask about fear of the camera. Mm -hmm. For me, I never had a fear of the camera. I had, what I did get used to was having a conversation with a, with an object Mm -hmm. (laughs) that that does, I was so used to belly to belly cells, Mm -hmm. looking at facial expressions, nods, interruptions, questions body movement of reading people, you know? And yeah. so all that's what I've always done. So whenever you sit there and you just stare at a camera and you have to have a discussion, it's weird. Yeah. It's awkward in the beginning, yeah. but what isn't awkward in the beginning? Mm. Anytime you start something, something new?
0: new, I tell everybody that I first start with on their first initial call, I tell them straight up, I said, the same feeling that you're getting yeah. looking into that lens is the same feeling that everybody had. Right. I was like, you're looking at a finished product when you see a Ryan Pineda video right you're looking at 3000 videos a year 3 years straight of making content right like that's a finished product right now right like and now he's just on autopilot and on repeat but when you buy a new car you see the finished product what that car looked like before the paint job you would hate it Right. Mm -hmm. What that car looked like before it was structured and put together. You wouldn't want anything to do with it. And so don't pay attention to the finished product. Right. Like you're working to get to your finished product, but looking into that lens is awkward. No matter what, no matter who you are, there's nobody that did it and was like, Oh, that was great. Right? Like, no, everybody starts there. And so you got to just kind of know that going into it, too. Right? Like, yeah, this is going to feel weird. This is the first day of school. Right? Like, it's going to feel weird. I don't know anybody. Uh, I'm not sure that I'm the smart one in the class anymore. (laughs) Right? Like, I don't want to answer the wrong, say the wrong answer. It's okay. Right? Like, it's okay. I dropped my son off first day of school today. And I looked at him before he walked in. I said, You're the leader. And it's okay to make mistakes, but you're going to do great. And your teacher loves you. Go be great right like those were just my words to him like understand that you don't have to follow what other people are doing yeah you lead but you also are be confident enough to make the mistake right like you're not in any trouble if you say the wrong answer in fact that's going to be the learning moment for you right like you learn more making the mistake than you do actually probably trying to get every answer correct and so it was, it was like having that conversation. I'm doing the same thing with adult entrepreneurs that are making money on their business. I'm like, yo, like you, you made mistakes in business before, right? Yep. Like you lost some money somewhere. I know you did. All right. And so, but that's okay. You bounce back, right? You did it again and you just stay, you know, consistently doing it. And so, yeah, I love that about. You know, you jumping into YouTube specifically, right, because it's a little easier to do those 30 second videos because I can read line by line on a 30 second video. Nobody's going to know the edit or I could just speak for 30 seconds and be okay. The YouTube, the longer version, people need to hear that because they need to understand that you don't have to go straight through for 30 minutes straight, you know, on information that, you know, or may not know.